Hello, and welcome to ISP Six Figure Realtor Podcast. I'm Bibi Bengochea, Six Figure Realtor, best-selling author of Realtor 90 Day Kickstart, the guide to earn six figures with the intuitive selling process. I'm your coach and founder of the intuitive selling process. This podcast will teach you to think outside the box. ISP Intuitive Selling Process is Law of Attraction meets Real Estate, bringing you an array of top producing realtors, entrepreneurs, and successful people who think outside the box. Welcome to episode seven. Episode seven is special to me because chapter 11 is 97% done. And it's a chapter when I wrote that I feel that in life, whatever we really, really desire is pretty much manifested into our thoughts. So talking in the present for a lot of people is challenging Even when I coach a realtor or I'm coaching an entrepreneur, I've noticed that for us to be in the present and speaking as if something has already happened to us is an exercise where they find that to be a challenge because it's in the presence of like when you know something is going to happen to you is where everything is activated. So today's guest is great on putting that into action and actually practicing and is also a coach and is also an entrepreneur and also thinks outside the box. So I know you guys are going to really enjoy this episode because it's really in alignment with what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, when you're making sales or you're in the sales industry, There's, you know, when I first started using affirmations, I really talk about in the book three points that are super, super important. I call them the three C's, clarity, confidence, and commitment. And these three C's are essential for whatever you're trying to achieve in maybe your personal life maybe your business goals. And in the book, I also mention and I tell people that it's got to be like the three points, right? The Trinity. It's got to be mind, body, and soul. You got to have everything working in your life, your personal life, your career, your your mental health, your physical body, right? It's putting it all together. And listen, I'll admit it. I have strengths in other departments where I lack in others. So it's always a game. I don't know if you find yourself playing this game, trying to find balance. Maybe you dominate the physical part, but you don't dominate the spiritual part, right? There's a lot of people that I know dominate maybe the physical and maybe the business, but spiritually, they're not at a place where they have compassion towards others, right? Or you may have a lot of compassion and you may have, you know, your body, but you don't have your business where it needs to be. Or you may have your business and you may have your spirituality, but you don't have your body where you want it to be. So there's always one 
that needs a little bit more attention than the other. And it's finding that flow of the three points in your life where you really, really excel. So another thing that I talk about at the end of, you know, the guest today is support. You know, one of the things that is important is knowing that you have a supporting system that is going to keep you accountable because this today's guest, we talk about the importance in coaching, the importance of making an investment towards yourself. You know, it's not a lot of people think, oh, you know, there's a lot of coaches around right now and whatnot. But listen, coaches have been around from the beginning of time. Like today, I'm actually releasing this. It's Mother's Day. And your own mother or your father have been your coaches. If you've played a sport, you've had a coach. It's like, you know, it's one of the things that called the attention for me to bring today's guest on is I was on Facebook and she did a live with her son and basically said something that is so true. He's a football player. And she said, would you go out in the field and play without practice or going over drills on a game? I even asked that to my son that he's 15. And he said, absolutely not. You need coaching for anything. Even if it's, you know, I've seen results when I have had a personal trainer, I had results that I wouldn't even have on my own. Or when I had some type of support group that I went to, to keep me accountable, um, I've done masterminds for a long time that I talked about in one of the chapters in one of my episodes where I go and I talk about masterminding. Even Napoleon Hill talks about it from years, decades ago. So listen, I know that when people really want to take their business to another level, they're willing to commit to having a coach, having a mastermind group, having someone that keeps you accountable businesses nowadays, right? Even brokerages. The broker doesn't run by himself. He has a manager. He has someone that does different things. So why not you as a business work on your perspective so that you can close more deals and have a better outcome in the next 12 months? That's what it's all about. And we're going to talk about that, you know, managing your time, keeping your accountability. Time management seems to be a lot of people's Achilles heel when it comes to business. Because if you're a salesperson and you work on your own, you basically have the freedom to do as you want. But that's where, you know, managing your time and discipline comes in. And then, you know, I want to talk about, we also talk about the mental game, right? How the law of attraction meets real estate. And I talk about that in the book, which I feel that it is a super important part of this process where, you know, you get caught up in this business, right? And right now we're in the pandemic and we had, we've been in quarantine and everybody's been trying to do business, but you know, it's so important that you don't get in your head that the market's slow, that coronavirus is going to, you know, is not letting you work the way you work around adversity, work around situations that are giving you the opportunity to shift your perspective and work differently. 
that's always been the way I've worked. One of my successes when before I wrote this book was that I was given challenges and 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 there were a lot of roadblocks along the way. But every time I have a roadblock, I, it's an opportunity for me to know that the universe, God, whatever your higher power is, is putting an opportunity there for me, for me to take my business or myself to a next level. So, you know, make sure that you comment, that you share if you need my help. Make sure that you reach out. I do, you know, a 30-minute free session and there's a lot of people don't take advantage of that. I don't know how long I'll be doing that, but for right now I am. And you can get that information on my Instagram handler at BB Bengochea. And let's go ahead and connect and have some talk. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thanks for hearing. Thanks for coming back. And please share. So today's guest is Dr. Heather Simone, is founder and CEO of the award-winning firm, The Diamond Advantage Consulting, and best-selling author of The Diamond Advantage and The Brilliance Method, a leading savvy business mindset strategist. She is uniquely qualified to lead transformative business performance attributed to her extensive corporate career as a Fortune 100 strategic planning executive. Dr. Heather earned her bachelor science, her, her, sorry, her bachelor of science degree in biological in biological science and Rutgers Ruck, can you pronounce that for me? <laughs> it's Rutgers University. Oh, I am sorry. I had a tongue twister. Yeah. And I'm proud to present and bring her Heather. It's such an honor to have you here today. You have such an extensive background Pleasure. that I, I just want to welcome you to the podcast being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited, BB. I'm glad that we finally were able to connect. We are certainly like-minded and it's always a pleasure to speak with you. So in your background, can you give us in your own words, because I know your bio is extensive, but it's always kind of nice to just yes. conversationally talk a little bit about yourself so that our listeners know who we have and how you're going to help them take their business to another level. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my corporate experience um, is, is extensive to your point. And I've worked to start and grow business entities within the corporate space. And several years ago, I decided if I was doing that for these Fortune 150s, why can't I do it for the small business owner? And for me, it's so much more gratifying to work with women entrepreneurs um, and, and just help them identify where their sweet spot is, their area of brilliance, and help them increase that trajectory. So that's my passion, my mission, and I'm fully aligned to that. Um, and I'm just having a great time doing it. You know, it. it's, it's like I was reading your bio when you sent it to me and your book. And I'm so privileged to be around such amazing authors like yourself. And I actually wrote my book as well. But 
it's, it's beautiful what you're doing to empower women that are small business owners, because a lot of people pay attention to fortune 500 companies, fortune 100 companies. And it's like you said, you have a niche to where you're empowering women that are a small business that need that mentorship and that coaching. And one of the reasons why you're in today's podcast is because we've been friends on, on Facebook and I saw your live broadcast with your son. <laughs> yes, we had fun. We had you fun know, doing it. You guys have to follow her. And of course, all her information, as I always do, will be in the actual podcast and uh, in our social media so that you can follow her. But she has this amazing life that she's interviewing. Now that we're all, we're all kind of in quarantine, she interviewed her son. And they had this just beautiful synergy. And you can tell the parenting that she's had. And I, I identified with her because, you know, my son's 15. And he's always around, you know, my, my books and affirmation. And I saw her interviewing him. And she mentions something that's very, very important. Uh, you were talking about he's he's in his he's in a shift in his life, right? And yes, he mentions yes. the difference of mentoring and coaching. Absolutely, absolutely. Coaching has been instrumental throughout my professional as well as personal life, and I wanted to share with him how important it is to connect with a mentor that resonates with you. Um, he asked, mom, should I seek a mentor for this internship? And my response, of course, was absolutely. There's so much value in mentorship. And I alluded it to him playing sports and having a coach teach him a specific skill. And of course, he said that he would never go out and make a play or do something without the guidance of the coach. And the coach is there for that reason, to help us navigate some things that we can't see. A coach usually has in-depth experience and expertise in an area that we're looking to gain. So he understood that, that resonated with him from a sports perspective, but translating that over to a professional life was the question, is there value there? And a coach will, will tell you how to get to destination A to B. Whereas a mentor more or less holds you accountable. There's definitely a deeper trust when it comes on to the mentorship. You're sharing the good, the bad, the ugly with them. They're bringing a wealth of their insight to the conversation and to the dialogue, but it's that trust and that accountability factor that is the difference between the coach and the mentor. Yeah, that was very powerful when you said that. And I actually stayed to see the whole live, you know, whereas people look <laughs> at the feed and they say, okay, let me see what it's about. You were so engaging and you brought so much information that I thought was very valuable. And I said, you know what? I want to have her on my podcast because- yeah, Thank you, you, so you much. just bring a lot of value. You're a very wise woman. And I think as women and men, we need to be able to display our gifts. We all have a gift and you're definitely a gifted woman and you've been very blessed. And 
we always celebrate each other on Facebook and social media, but we've yes. never really taken the time to really um, put this in each other's platform. So I said, you know what? I want to bring her on my podcast. There's someone that's going to be listening to this and it's going to shift them. And they yes. may need your help and seek to read your book to take their business to another level. And like I said, Absolutely. I feel that I want you to go into, I know that you have, just to mention to you guys, she has an amazing class. It's a master class that she's put together. And it's, can you talk to us about how you came about putting that master class together? Yes, absolutely. So my master class is called 30 Days to Bank. We, of course, are in a current pandemic right now where there are a lot of shifts happening um, for, for many of us. And pe people who had their businesses in a certain lane to thrive, to thrive, not to survive, to thrive, they're going to need to make some sort of a pivot. That may be in messaging, that may be in mode of delivery, getting onto a digital platform. And I wanted to help my clients as well as, um, as, well as others to be able to really accelerate that, to, be, to, to accelerate that win and be able to thrive in the current environment. So my 30 days to bank simplified the process. Three, in three parts, vision, strategy and implementation. So in the vision, getting very clear on who the niche is and how you're gonna reach that niche, is it a great idea? Strategy is how you're going to implement this business or scale the business. And three is the implementation, the tools, the nuts and bolts, the digital marketing, the templates, et cetera, all the, all the nooks and crannies that are needed to be able to accelerate getting a jump start in 30 days to start making revenue. And most people that are doing these, um, are, do you work, are you working more with the small businesses that right now obviously have had to pivot and re-strategize their businesses due to COVID, correct? That is exactly right. Uh, the majority of my clients right now are small businesses that are shifting just a little bit. And others are realizing that what they were doing is not going to work anymore. And they're monetizing what may have been a hobby or a passion. Um, so working with entrepreneurs as well as inspiring on entrepreneurs to make this right. shift. Well, I actually like, you know, the same way that you're, you have that program, I actually put together a COVID-19 for safety because as realtors, you know, as realtors, as you know, you know, our business has completely changed. And I was talking to you about, you know, in chapter nine that I had when I intuitively wrote the book, I had this vision to do virtual tours. And it's that shift that's going to make the difference in your business right now. Uh, I Absolutely. Now, in your business, have you had to shift or because you've been online and been doing a promotion? Has that been something that you've been implementing in your own business? I was on an online platform already. Um, I periodically have retreats with my clients when we go sort of a deep dive into our masterminds. Uh, there's still value in face to face. I still believe that. Um, and so we're not doing the, re the in-person retreat portions right now, but we're still doing the, the, the bulk of the work online in one-on-ones and group sessions. And you feel that everybody is, is adapting to this online Zoom mode 
Oh yes, we're loving it. We're loving it. We are those who haven't. It's pretty. It's just being open, open to newness. Have an open heart. Just, just, just an openness to be able to receive new ways and new and new methods. And in the beginning, part of the process I have in the in the Diamond Advantage written in my book is about getting to know you better. It's not about changing who you are. It's about double clicking on to where your brilliance is to accelerate that and make that shine. Too many times women are told that they, they need to pipe down, um, they're to have a masculine energy, or maybe they're not speaking up enough. So there, there's so many external judgments that folks may put on us that we don't realize. And it's about knowing who you are, finding that voice, amplifying it, and double-clicking on that. So my, my motto, of course, is always, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting that brilliance shine brighter. Yeah. And I love your cover because it's a diamond. And diamonds yes! are forever, my friend. <laughs> they are forever. They are forever. Most precious gem. Yeah. Right? And I do love that because, and I personally, I've always followed her and she's done a lot of events where she's empowered women and has been speaking about her program. But I wanted to really go deep with you on this call on yeah. what is one of the highlights that you feel that when you're working with a small business owner that's a woman, that they've, it's really, really like give one of a case study that you can kind of share with us where they were and without sharing a name or anything like that, uh, obviously, I'm not sure you have your confidentiality, yes. but sharing with us like a story yes. of someone where they really applied your your techniques and your mentoring and coaching, right? And how did that? How did that yes, shift absolutely. their business? Sure. So the second book, The Brilliance Method, Unapologetically Scale Your Business to Seven Figures with Ease, Style, and Grace. Um, The the main aim of that book is that it shouldn't, once we remove our mindset limitations about what we can and cannot achieve, we, we welcome into a flow where we're attracting the right resources and opportunities into our life. So scaling does not become this hustle, this huge challenge. It becomes more in the flow. And that entire book is actually a case study. It's a case study of an individual, I called her Sonia in the book, where she came to me with a business problem. She was a nurse practitioner who had recently opened a practice and she was going through long hours and couldn't figure out this is, was her dream thing to do to have um, a brick and mortar uh, clinic yet she wasn't feeling satisfied and gratified in what she was doing anymore. She So going through with her, we knew that that was her purpose, to be a caregiver. We knew that that was originally what she wanted to do, but somehow in her growth, she lost her way in finding out where keeping in that sweet spot. So She came to me with a business problem, but it turned out to be so much more. We tuned into 
who she really was. Um, and yes, she wanted to be a caregiver and she didn't know or feel comfortable with the business aspect of things. And that's where the struggle was. So it was a journey for her, um, but we eventually got her to the assistance, the business assistance that she needed to be able to be supported in that so she can focus on what she loves the best. She ended up opening a second practice, clearly scaling to to seven figures. But most importantly is that she found out more of who she, she kind of fell in love with who she was again. And, you know, as when- That's just like, that's amazing. As yeah, because as women, you're, we're mothers, we're daughters, we're wives, and it, it becomes daunting after a while juggling all these competing priorities and it, making time for ourselves and tuning into our own energy is really where that flow begins. And so, yes, she made her business goals, but it was so much more than the business goals. In the Diamond Advantage, I talk about the five areas. I call it the prism framework, the five areas of our life that we should be paying attention to. And of course, the professional is very important. That's how we make a living, but it's not everything. And so the five areas are your personal domain, um, are you getting enough sleep? Are you moving? Are you spending time alone? Are you, are, are you, are you looking, are you turning inward into you? R is relationships and we have to manage the relationships we care about. And that was critically important to me because I was missing, I was missing games. I was missing important events in my kid's life. And I had to really put myself in check. Like, is this really worth it at the end of the day. So I wanted to care for the relationships that mattered the most to me. Um, So R is for relationships. I is for intellectual. And for me, that's travel, that we should always be learning something new. I love to travel, hence us having retreats in exotic places, because you learn so much more than you can out of a book, out of a textbook. You learn so much more when you go with locals and meet with the people. And I'm definitely a people person. So love to travel. For me, that was my intellectual. S is for the spiritual. Believing in a higher source than we are, leaning into that source, trusting that it'll be okay, and taking that divine guidance to figure out what our next step is, is critically important. So it doesn't matter about what religion you are, but knowing that um, you're, we have divine steps that we're following and, and getting that guidance will help keep us in the flow. And then the last piece is the master professional. And that, of course, that's the professional track. But the objective there is that if we only focus on one and not the other areas, we're going to have little fault cracks and little fault lines in the other areas that will eventually stress out the other. It's a balancing act across all, all five areas. And that rebalancing is what keeps us in the flow and it helps us redefine what success is. So success may not be um, getting that VP promotion anymore because we've recalibrated what is important to us with balance, with divinity and with who we are. Yeah. I mean, I remember a point in my life where I was working so many hours that I was away from my, my son 
And you bring yes. up these points and I'm sure people can identify with this. Sometimes it's like you say, you have to take that time to reflect and say, is it really that important? Uh, right before I got um, today, I had a conversation with that said, and I was speaking with someone that there's millions of Americans right now and people worldwide that are yes. unemployed. And I always say COVID, it may be a curse, but it's also a blessing because this is the moment that people can really pursue what they never pursued before. Absolutely. It was tucked away and put to the side because we had another priority at the time, but then we never get back to it and we lose our way. Yeah. I mean, there's this, I don't know if it's happened to you, but the conversation I was having with someone today, you know, they're in this, you know, they, they just got laid off. They got fired, not laid off. They got fired. They've been doing this career Mm. for seven years and I was hearing them. And then, when I'm hearing someone, I apply for me, I have the ISP, the intuitive selling process, but I'm actually connecting from yes. seven points in an energetic level to the person. And my intuition, when I was in my heart center, okay, I was listening to, there's an opportunity here. She can actually start her own business yeah. now. It created an opportunity. Mm-hmm. What looked daunting on the surface was really a blessing. It was the journey to get us to the other side, the other more brilliant side. And that's like, that's what you're Absolutely. Focus, really focusing on, correct? It's when someone is just in a space where they're kind of, they've, they've gone to that comfort zone, which I talk about comfort is the enemy of progress. <laughs> yes, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yes, that's a, that's well a quote said. from T- uh, <laughs> a Barnum, from Barnum and Baby. Uh, that was from the movie that shifted me in my life when I saw that movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So when you have someone that you're working yeah. with, and let's say that they don't have their business, right? Let's say right now we're talking with, we, we have realtors that are listening. They just got, I've, I've met people that just got their license and COVID came to play. And they're like, do you believe I just got my license and all this has happened? I'm like, this is the way it has to happen. Right? Yes. Yes. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Absolutely. And what do you, what's, uh, what's Absolutely. been your, what's been your take on that with people that you already been working and you've been mentoring them? So there's always a freshman class. We're all uniquely different and bring something special and leaning into our uniqueness. And so, yes, we may be in the same industry. We may be all realtors and we may be all agents, but we're bringing something special. You just spoke about how you connect with how you connect with another person and have that comfort level and trust. And that that's critical in selling. That's critical in being able to connect and trust with that person to be able to um, have them commit to a huge financial transaction. And so when I'm working with folks who are unclear, that's the first step is really getting confident in who you are and what you're going to stand for. So if I've made the decision that I've just took this training, I've just had my license, then commit to that and be the best that you can be at that. And that may look different from for me than it does for you, BB. And that is okay. That's okay. So finding that niche 
by aligning it to our genius zone is what I tell my clients, aligning it to your genius zone is where that sweet spot is. I define that genius zone is something that you're good at. You know, oftentimes people are always saying, work on your weakness, work on your weakness. I don't believe, I believe work on your strengths, accentuate your strengths. If you're a good communicator, that's what you should be working on. If you're a good connector and you're building relationships, that's what you should be leaning into. Because when you're leaning into your strengths, the growth is at a much higher rate than if you're just looking at your bottom line and your downside. So getting clear on who you are going back to, and I have reflective questions and exercises in my book to say, you know, what do I like? What do I don't like? And what are my preferences? Getting to that genius zone is what you like, what you're passionate about and what people will pay you for. That's, that's the genius spot. So if you already identify that, that that's being an, um, a realtor, there's so much, it's such a rich space to be in, right? There's so many aspects of it um, that, you can, that, you can, that you can align with. And, um, and so getting clear for me is the toughest step with my clients, to be honest, uh, because it takes a lot of reflection and, and thought and sometimes asking someone who, who they trust, who they know very well, like, hey, what do you think about this? Um, and bring it back into our conscious mind from our subconscious mind. What about? And so getting when clear. When you're getting clear, yep. let's say, for instance, because some people, they have, like they say, okay, no, I want to make six figures. I want to I want to scale my business to seven figures. How do you make them get clear with these questions? Really, really breaking it down that they you're, yeah. you're now like going into that zone where you, they're taking action. Is there like a whole process for that as far as the questions you ask? Yes. What, how's that for you? So I encourage to dream big, right? There's no dream out there that's too big. Let's dream it. And when they tell me what their vision is, I, I ask for the vision of the vision. So we dream big. I'll just use, for example, seven figures. And I work backwards. So seven figures is at least 80K months. Okay. So for an 80K month, if you're at 30 or 50, how do I scale to that? Um, so seven figures, if you're at zero, that may not be feasible for you. So let's 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 dial that back a little bit. And so we work backwards into the goal. And so say we're, we're going to continue with that. They're at 50. They just need to scale $30,000 a month, which is very doable for many folks in, in real, in real estate, as well as outside of that and coaching. Um, and then we back that into, okay, how many clients based on my product or service, how many clients do I need to see? Okay. How many do I see right now? What's the gap? Okay. How do I bridge that gap? Okay. So I'm currently only on online. What else can I do to attract and connect with more clients? And we continue to work backwards all the way up to the month, to the week and to what their average activities should be on a daily basis to be able to grow and scale. So I'm going to read you something that I put in my post. It's interesting that you know how we're all aligned, right? Um, I put a post. Yes. Future. And, and then in the post and in Instagram, I say life can only be understood backwards, but it must. And oh my goodness. Basis, but it <laughs> must be lived forwards by Soren Kierkegaard. He's a philosopher. 
And it's so interesting how you're saying what you just said. Oh, I can tell you I have not seen that post. <laughs> I have not seen that post, but it 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 just it just it just hit the center yeah. of my heart. Because you're wow. It's just what you said. Wow. You have to work backwards. You do. You do. Dream big. Have that big audacious goal. I'm not saying dream with a limitation. Dream really big. You can attract whatever you want it to in your life. Absolutely. And then work backwards. And um, and that's how those connections happen. So now to to work, like for instance, if to start doing your master class, right? What are the requirements for that? Are there any requirements? No, I just, I, I like working with folks that have an open heart and are willing to take guidance and coaching. And I haven't had an issue with anyone at all. There are a few um, instances when we do uh, the initial conversation that we make sure that we're a fit for one another. Uh, most of the folks I know with, I work with have known me for a little bit. When I say no, I mean watching me on social media. So they kind of know my style anyway. Um, but just having an openness and trusting the process. I can't say that enough to trust the process because as I sort of mentioned earlier is they come with a, a problem in mind, but usually it's something else underneath that that's preventing the progress something that they can't see or feel or recognize yet that that I can bring that expertise to say this is a limitation you have a belief of you're not good enough you have a belief of everything needs to be perfect and when we address those limitations through meditation um, affirmations and it's different for different people but being able to bring that forward, identify and recognize it and really, really helps because we, we, we get in our own way that I want to say that's 90% of all my clients problems. And probably you can agree to that is that we get in our own way. It's all a mindset and we can, we've done big, scary things before and it may be packaged a little bit differently, but fear freezes us to not be able to take that step forward. So that's where the coaching and the mentorship comes in and holding folks accountable to say, hey, no, I believe in you and I know you can do this. So let me hold your hand and let's do it together. It's interesting you say that because I have a chapter called Get Out of Your Own Way. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's how I, that's how I, when I saw you go live and I've been watching you uh, with your book, I said, she's one of these women that I look up to and we need to just bring her out into the podcast. And I was talking to, you know, I had a, a session today with someone and they said, listen, I know exactly because I, 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 you know what I do? I take a thermometer and I ask people from a scale of one to 10. Okay. Where are you mm -hmm. at as far as executing? And then some people tell me, no, I'm at a 10. I'm like, well, if you're at a 10, are you making six figures? They're like, no. I go, then you're not at 10. Yes. Where are you really at in, in, in executing? And it's not because you don't know what to do. Right? And they're like, yeah. You're so, 
you're so spot on. You're so spot on, right? It's removing those blinders, those, those, blind, those blinders that were conditioned to see things in just a certain way and kind of putting the wide lens on, like, wow, wow. And, and it's like, I, I see the transformation in my clients and that's the, that's what's most gratifying for me in seeing that transformation. Because once that awakening happens, it's no turning back and it's different for different people. Some people have to go through something that's really disruptive to be able to awaken. And for me, for me, it was a job loss. Um, but for others, it may be a health crisis. It may be a divorce. It may be something, you know, it could be anything, but, Again, to your point that going through what appears to be something negative is just really the conduit or the journey to get us to the other more brilliant side. And when that awakening happens and sort of you put the wide lens on, just things are just in a different perspective than ever before. There's no turning back because success, I may not have success at this particular thing, at being an agent right now, but I've had success before. And hey, I know what success looks like and I know what it takes. So I can take confidence from my prior successes, bring it forward to help me navigate through fear. Fear is not gonna completely go away. It doesn't go away to zero. We constantly have to do the affirmations and, 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 keep that negative self-talk in check, but we can lean on our prior experiences to say, this is not so bad. I can definitely do yeah, this. One of the things that I also think about, I, you know, I'm going to read after this uh, interview, I read uh, chapter 11. So I called this episode Seven Eleven. <laughs> nice. Because, you know, you know what happened? Nice. Um, we always, this has happened to me. We don't celebrate the small things, the the small yes. achievements. Like I tell people, okay, what are some, you know, take a momentum that we have to build, right? When I first started my podcast, I hadn't podcasted before, but you know what? I didn't look for perfection. I, I look for progress. That's right. That's right. Do it before you're ready. I've said that. I've said that so many client as times to my clients. Do it before you're ready. Start before you're ready. Oh, I'm Heather. I'm not ready. I got to do this. I got to start before you're ready. It, it'll be okay. So I want to thank you for being on this podcast today. You bring. It was How absolutely can, my I'm pleasure. I'm going to put your Instagram handler. Okay. On the actual description. Yes. But do you have like a free uh, session that someone can communicate with you through your handler? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, my handler, Dr. Heather Simone um, is my Instagram, but for your listeners today, I would love to offer a free strategy session. My email address is Heather at heathersimone.com. Um, my book, I can, my, I have, I can share an e-copy of my book as well to your listeners. I give away more free copies, um, because I, it's, it's the right thing to do. Books are essential. 
you guys have some time to, to get into a book and I think it'll be just perfect. So you can reach out to me directly via email at heather at heathersimone.com. Be happy to offer a free strategy session. Just mention this podcast and for, for your listening pleasure and your, your viewing pleasure, um, a free copy of my Thank first you so book. so much, Heather. We really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm sure this is going to be a continued conversation. 100%. All right. Enjoyed it. Awesome. Yes. Take, All right. Take time. care. Chapter 11, 97% done. Is it easier to swim down the river or up the river? The fact is that swimming down the river is way easier than swimming against the current of a river. Rivers are powerful forces of nature that cannot be controlled. We're talking about resistance. Your thoughts can make you feel like giving up. Expressions used widely are, go with the flow and let it go. In real estate, you will be challenged in many situations. The key to earning six figures Selling homes is learning to control your mind. I see it every day in the business. Some realtors struggle while others succeed. There are many different techniques to selling, but it all comes down to how you think, what you project in your thoughts that replay in your mind over and over again. Switch it up and see that you will achieve earning six figures a year. This is doable. It's one closing per month at an average of $350,000 at 3% commission. Many books I've read talk about making millions, but I never saw a plan or breakdown of how to truly, truly achieve the million dollar dream. This goal is attainable if you're willing to train your mind. No one said it would be easy as you will be challenged in this book you have learned some of the tools that to overcome obstacles. In this chapter, I have defined your biggest challenges and how you can overcome each one. Making sales and the power of affirmations. Realtors struggle with finding leads to work with buyers and sellers. The competition is fierce and aggressive in the industry and can make you feel you want to give up. The sales process of converting a buyer or seller into a client is using the ISP. I don't believe it's hard. Your biggest challenge is to believe you will make the sale. Ask yourself, what are my true intentions? And make sure you do have the right intentions. Intentions need to be in alignment with what your buyer or seller are looking for and align with you. The three C's are clarity, confidence, commitment. A good attitude are key components to making sales. In order for someone to to work with you, they must feel connected. Clients hire you because of, of the feeling that you will be the one to help them buy or sell their home. Realtors can find this to be a challenge and can lose a listing or a sale because they just don't have the solution. Ask yourself, what is preventing me from earning six figures a year selling homes? 
Where can I feel I can improve in my business? Affirmations to say or create your own. I love selling homes. I make lots of money. I am a job producer. I pay my bills on time. Have fun and create your own affirmations and align with what you are saying. Do they feel good to you? This will help you attract and stay in a positive state of mind. Be clear and authentic so you can trigger the direction of change. We are action-oriented. However, affirmations work on activating your emotions to set off energy that will attract to you all that you already want effortlessly. Release any resistance and allow the new energy by appreciating the now. Brokerage support strengthen numbers. I know realtors that go into an office and put their license with a brokerage and make one to four sales a year. That's approximately $44,000 or less a year. The reason you bought this book is to earn six figures selling homes. Does your broker help you do this now? Commission splits can vary in companies, 100%, 90-10, 80-20, 50-50, and the list goes on. But the truth is, you're not earning six figures. You have been working on making your real estate career a success. Identifying what is preventing you from making six figures will determine how you can move forward. Closing deals, all about perspective. Everyone that has worked with me will tell you that I'm a closer. My success has come from developing the ISP. Many realtors share that their biggest challenge is to get buyers or sellers to commit. Learning to address why in the process a buyer pulls away and then completes the sale with someone else is an eye-opener. Selling is an art, and mastering the technique requires a thorough process of engaging and understanding of the clients involved, their goal, and what will take what would it take to accomplish it? Why was the other agent able to close him and not you? Was it the approach, value, or there was no connection? Understanding the value of the transaction is where you capitalize and show the buyer and seller the true value in order to close the deal. Where I see deals really fall through is in the phase of financing. This happens when realtors don't follow up on their transactions and their contractual terms. Realtors that just leave it up to the lender make a big mistake. Lenders are not out there showing homes, connecting with buyers, spending hours to make the sale. Contract administration, administration and coordinating your closing is where realtors' time is taken away from making sales. Many brokers lack giving support to their realtors in this department. I've also seen that closing coordinators may not have sufficient experience working with lenders to make sure the loan closes. Time management, support, and accountability. A realtor's time management and discipline are critical to financial success. Most realtors find this is their biggest challenge, too much free time. As a self-employed realtor, it can take you time to figure out a system that works. Your broker doesn't hold you accountable because you're self-employed. The Realtor 90 Day Kickstart gives you the tools 
to help you use to navigate time management. Knowing how to use your time efficiently comes with creating a plan. Take accountability by making a 12-month business plan. Then break it down by quarters, month to month, week by week, and day. This is what will help you stay on track. It takes commitment and decision. The mental game, law of attraction meets real estate. The mental game is where many realtors get stuck in the business. The market is slow. I don't have enough experience. There's no inventory. Too much inventory. Deals are not being accepted. Realtors stealing my business. Not enough leads. And many more. This is where you take your pain and make it your motivation. Law of attraction meets real estate in a nutshell. My success is based on the ISP that I created and the Realtor 90 Day Kickstart that is not only works with selling strategy, but my, the state of mind. All these years, I've accumulated in a very moment of appreciation. To write this book for a reader like you, I had to read and learn many systems to put this process together. You attracted this book and the desire to earn six-figure selling homes. It's all 97% done. All you need to do now is stay on that positive feeling. Focus on feeling good and that this is a process, a realtor blueprint for success. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, bbbengochea. In my link bio, you will find links to get a copy of my free book and all the social medias so you can stay connected to me and upcoming events. Also, in this episode's description box, you'll have details and links for the guest information. Don't forget to subscribe to podcasts. Rate and make sure if you really enjoyed this episode, review and comment.